Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of the Pen to Profit podcast, Fiction Writing Tips. I'm your host, Ray Evans, coming at you with more insights than a fortune cookie at a Chinese buffet. Today's episode is called Write Emails, Sell Books, Why Every Author Needs a Newsletter. And we're diving into the enigma, the riddle, the unsolved mystery wrapped in an enigma, tied with a perplexing bow, the art of creating an email newsletter. That's right. This isn't your grandma's chain letter. This is your direct hotline to readers who can't wait to devour your prose like it's the last piece of cake at a birthday party. Welcome to the Pin to Profit Podcast. This show is the fiction author's one-stop shop for all things writing, from pinning captivating prose to the nitty-gritty of grammar, to tips, tricks, and insider advice on marketing to turn your passion for writing into cold, hard cash. Because the only thing better than writing the next great American novel is making a fortune doing it. Am I right? With our guidance, you'll be raking in book sales faster than a cheetah on roller skates chasing a squirrel with a winning lottery ticket. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get ready to go on a rollicking ride into the realm of writing riches because the Pin to Profit podcast starts now. Look, you might be asking, Ray, why should I go through the trouble? Well, consider this. A well-executed newsletter is like a Swiss army knife in a survival situation. It can do almost anything. Promote your books, build your brand, keep you connected to your readers, and even make julienne fries. Okay, maybe not the fries, but trust me, once you build that list, you'll have a captive audience hanging on your every word, and it could mean a lot of reviews, readers, and sales coming down your pipeline. You see, in an age when the average attention span is shorter than the time it takes to microwave popcorn, staying in your readers' minds is crucial. Why? Because there are about as many distractions online as there are stars in the universe. So your newsletter serves as your own personal Hubble telescope, capturing their focus and zeroing in on what matters, you and your literary genius. Keeping in touch isn't just for long-lost college roommates or that aunt who sends you $5 in a card every year on your birthday. No, constant contact means credibility. Why? Because showing up in their inbox on a regular basis turns you into a familiar face, a known entity. You're not just some random author who popped up once and then disappeared into the void. You're the author who shares updates, offers exclusive content, and actually communicates. Yes, it's like dating. You've got to put in the time if you want to make a meaningful relationship. Now, you may ask, but Ray, does it really boost book sales? Well, sit tight, because here comes the kicker. Your newsletter audience is a group of people who voluntarily signed up to hear from you. These are warm leads, my friends. Imagine you're a fisherman. These aren't the fish that swam by your line and scoffed. These are the fish that bit the hook. And now you just have to reel them in. Newsletters offer the perfect platform to introduce your new releases or re-promote older ones. When you launch a new book, who better to get the first crack at it than the people who already love your work? It's like offering a slice of freshly baked apple pie to someone who already told you they love apple pie. You're not hoping they'll like it. You already know they will. And when they buy it and love it, guess what they'll do? They'll tell other people. And thus, your literary empire grows, one newsletter at a time. So let's summarize. 
Regular newsletters keep you in the spotlight, build a stable relationship with your readers, and give you a better shot at future sales than a carnival game gives you at winning a stuffed animal. And the best part? Unlike carnival games, this isn't rigged. With a well-crafted newsletter, you're already a winner. That, my friends, is why newsletters are the Swiss Army knife with the secret hidden blade that turns you from just another author into the author, the one who gets read, gets talked about, and most importantly, gets bought. Next up, how to get started. So how do you get this magical list started? So you've got a Gmail account? Well, that's cute. It's a start. But it's not the professional show we're going for. Once you get going, you'll have thousands of eager beavers on your list hanging onto your every word, and Google will eventually limit your ability to send emails, unfortunately. First, you're going to invest in a newsletter platform. There are various options like MailChimp, SendinBlue, and ConvertKit, designed to make you look like you have a staff of a hundred when really it's just you, a cat, and a lukewarm cup of coffee. These platforms help you create slick, sophisticated newsletters, and here's the kicker. They let you track analytics. You can see who opened your emails, who clicked what when, and who tossed it into the abyss of the spam folder. So you sign up, and it's Dashboard City, folks. More options than a Vegas buffet. Don't panic. What you need to focus on first is your sign-up form. This is like your neon open sign. Make it snazzy, make it fun, but above all, make it simple. Name and email, that's the starting point. You can ask for their blood type later once you've gained their trust. Now you're wondering, where do I place this golden ticket of a form? Listen, you want this form to be more visible than a moon crater through a good telescope? Pop it on your website, link it in your social media bios. Heck, make it a QR code in the back of your books. Just get it out there. Frequency? Once a month is fine when you're starting. Unless you're Tolstoy, you're not penning a full novel every 30 days. Just keep them updated enough to remember who you are, but not so much that they perform the dreaded unsubscribe, or they don't even remember you. Okay, so let's put it in simple math. Newsletter platform plus eye-catching sign-up. Form plus valuable content multiplied by a consistent schedule equals a newsletter. Even your critic of an English teacher would sign up for. And remember, your first newsletter doesn't have to be war and peace. It just has to be your authentic voice talking to readers who genuinely want to hear it. And let's face it, in a world of endless digital chatter, that's pretty darn golden. So you're sold on starting your email newsletter and you've picked your service provider. Now let's talk about what you should be writing about. Your email list is your captive audience and the last thing you want to do is make them wish they dug an escape tunnel. So let's throw a little more meat on this content bone. You've got options, baby. News updates, sure. Exclusive short stories or chapters, absolutely. Special offers, you bet. Coupons for future purchases, get in there. Whatever you decide, just ensure it's consistent and valuable. You're not the guy at the party who talks just to hear his own voice. You're the one who says something worth listening to. But let's go deeper into six surefire topics for your author newsletter. Number one, the new release hype train. You have a book coming out? Don't just wait for the planets to align or for Oprah to make that magical phone call. Get the word out there. Think of your newsletter like the drum roll before a big show. A teaser here, a chapter there, and voila. You've got yourself an audience chomping at the bit to hit buy the moment that ebook goes live. Number two, the how's it hanging segment. No, you're not a therapist, but readers like to know a little about the person behind the curtain. And I'm not talking your grocery list. Give them the writer's life experience. Is your cat staging a coup against your laptop? Did a late-night caffeine run fuel a brilliant plot twist? Share it. Number three, the Loyalist Reward Program. Got a short story that didn't make it into your latest book? 
an alternate ending? Chuck them in the newsletter as exclusive content. You're not looking to fill an anthology here, just something to make your subscribers feel like they've got the VIP backstage pass. Number four, do you scratch my back? I'll write you a paragraph collab. Swap features with other authors. You promote their book, they promote yours. It's not exactly a Lennon-McCartney-level collaboration, but it's mutually beneficial, and it exposes your work to a whole new set of eyeballs. Number five, The Time Machine. Got a novel that's celebrating its one-year anniversary? Why not revisit it? Talk about what inspired you to write it, share some favorite quotes, or even better, tie it to a special promotion. Old is gold, especially if your new subscribers haven't discovered your older work. Number six, The Reader Spotlight. Have you got fans sending you emails or messages about how your book changed their lives or ate up their weekend? With permission, feature that feedback. Nothing sells a book better than a satisfied customer. So there you have it. Your newsletter is now looking like a fully loaded buffet, from starters to the dessert. Remember, folks, a good newsletter is like a good book. Once they open it, make it so irresistible they won't want to put it down. And if you can manage that, well, you're not just a writer. You're a magician. Now I'm going to riff on sending frequency. Now let me give it to you straight. You want to be the author that people say, oh yeah, I've heard of them, not who are you again? Consistency is what separates the novices from the New York Times bestsellers. And I don't just mean in the quality of your prose. Emailing is an art, and you want to hit the Goldilocks zone. Too many emails and you'll irritate people faster than a spoiler on social media. Too few, and you're the author equivalent of a faint star in an overcrowded galaxy. So... What's the Goldilocks zone? For most, it's about once a month, bi-weekly or weekly. Enough to keep them interested. Not enough to start an online petition to keep you at 600 feet from any internet-enabled computer or mobile device. The symbiosis of expectation. If your readers know when to expect your emails, they're more likely to open them. It's like your favorite TV show. Imagine if they aired episodes at random times. You'd miss it more than a writer misses their deadline. Regularity builds expectation, which, in turn, builds engagement. Number three, the buzz maintenance. Keeping a consistent newsletter schedule keeps your name buzzing in the reader's ear. And a buzzing reader is more likely to A, buy your next book, B, leave a review, or C, talk about you at dinner parties. That's the trifecta, baby. A few words on credibility. If you say you're going to send a monthly newsletter and you actually do, guess what you've built? Credibility. Readers love reliability almost as much as they love a good plot twist. Don't say you're monthly and then drop off the face of the earth like some writer in a witness protection program. So folks, the drumbeat to your literary success is not just in the words you type, but in the consistency of your connections. Don't treat your newsletter like a summer fling. This is a long-term relationship, folks. All right, aspiring authors and keyboard jockeys, let's dive into segment five, the art of the ask, or as the marketing moguls would have you call it, the call to action. Now, listen, we're not talking Shakespearean soliloquies or Socratic dialogues here. A call to action is a simple, direct instruction. It's the turn left at the next corner, not the mull over the possibilities of turning at an undetermined juncture. Why the fuss about calls to action? If you're going to invite someone into your literary living room, at least tell them where the sofa is. That's your call to action, the sofa of your newsletter. It guides the reader to sit down, get comfy, and maybe pick up one of your books. Otherwise, they're just awkwardly standing there, unsure what to do next. A good call to action is as clear as a bell, sharper than an editor's red pen. It's your buy now, read more, leave a review, or 
follow me into the abyss of my creative genius. If you're not clear, your reader's next action will be to hit the delete button faster than a rejected manuscript. It's not a nudge, it's a necessity. You're not just softly coaxing your readers, you're helping them make a decision. Without a call to action, your newsletter is like a choose-your-own-adventure book with all the last pages ripped out. Utterly unsatisfying. When you send a newsletter, you're the general of your own literary army. Generals don't meekly suggest strategies, they command. Check out my latest blog post. Is not a suggestion, it's an order, albeit a polite one. You're not being bossy, you're being decisive, and don't be a one-hit wonder. Use different calls to action for different scenarios. Sometimes you're selling a new release, sometimes you're asking for a review, sometimes you're sharing your blog. Mix it up like a novelist juggling multiple story arcs. And that's the Cliff's Notes on why every author newsletter needs a clear, specific, knock-your-socks-off call to action. Trust me, it's like the cherry on top of a sundae. Totally necessary unless you're a Philistine. And lastly, let's talk about why analytics aren't just for NASA geeks. Now don't click off just yet. This isn't as painful as a tax audit or as complex as quantum mechanics. We're talking about the basics here, the bread and butter of understanding your newsletter's impact. You've poured your soul into writing. You might as well understand who's consuming it. Number one, know thy audience for real. Sure, you think you're writing for the intellectual romantic with a penchant for thriller novels, but what if it turns out your real audience prefers knitting cozies? Analytics will tell you who's opening, who's clicking, and most importantly, who's snoring. This helps you tailor your content and stop pitching Shakespeare to a Dr. Seuss crowd. Engagement isn't just a premarital status. Through analytics, you'll see which parts of your newsletter are sparking joy, Marie Kondo style. If everyone's clicking on your book reviews but ignoring your behind-the-scenes segment, well, maybe it's time to give the people what they want. And when people are engaged, they're more likely to heed your calls to action, which translates to, bingo, more book sales. Look, in the game of newsletters, not everyone's a lifer. Some people will jump ship and that's okay. But if you notice a mass exodus after a particular newsletter, it might be time for some self-reflection, just like that brooding protagonist in chapter 12. Sending a newsletter is like telling a joke. Timing can make it or break it. Your analytics can show you when people are most likely to open your emails. Don't be the comedian who delivers the punchline during a bathroom break. You want to test, tweak, triumph. Ever heard of A-B testing? It's like the choose-your-own-adventure of newsletter optimization. You send two slightly different newsletters and see which one performs better. With this info in hand, you're better prepared than a Boy Scout on his first camping trip. So my friends, don't fear the analytics. Embrace them as you would a freshly printed manuscript. Warm, full of potential, and a little intimidating. You'll thank yourself when you're perusing your skyrocketing book sales from the comfort of a plush armchair that your newsletters helped you afford. Alright, that wraps up another Pulitzer-worthy episode of the Pen to Profit podcast, Fiction Writing Tips. And now for my call to action, if you got some value out of this episode, could you leave a five-star rating and a review for the show on Apple Podcasts? It helps get the message out to other authors just like you, and as a sign of my gratitude, I'll name my firstborn child after you. This is Ray Evans, signing off from the Pen to Profit podcast. Until next time, keep those pens moving and those newsletters popping. Thanks for tuning in to the Pen to Profit podcast. If you've enjoyed hanging out with us today, swing by iTunes. 
or your podcast app of choice and leave a rating and write a review. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get more of this grammar goulash delivered piping hot to your ear holes every week. And if you're looking for more tips, tricks, and free trainings that aren't available anywhere else, click the link in the show notes to join the Author Success Hub Facebook group. It's one part mastermind group and one part creative writing workshop. Except you can attend in your pajamas without judgment. Plus, you'll be mixing it up with fellow authors who are all about that writing and profiting life. Until next time, keep putting pen to paper and turning those pages to profit. Ciao.